This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. Has the church in Germany formally entered into schism? That's the subject of debate in the church after the events of Friday, when the German bishops and the laity participating at the closing meeting of the German Synodal Way overwhelmingly supported abandoning a millennia of Catholic teaching on the morality of the flesh, who can be ordained, the limits for those who are ordained, governance in the church, and all the rest of the hot-button issues that the world hates about the faith, and decided to, by a margin of 80% of the bishops and over 90% of the participating laity, enacted changes to the faith in Germany that even Francis's Rome has told the Germans not to do. At least he's told them not to enact them without the rest of the church. But anywhere you look at the issue, the church in Germany has defied Rome and has abandoned the faith for something new and secular. Let's take a closer look at the story, examine what actually is schism in the canonical sense, then ask if Francis will do anything about it, because, spoiler alert, I'm betting that aside from the sort of the caution he gave them this weekend, he's not going to really do much of anything about it, if he even does more than talk. So let's get into the story. But first, I want to thank the patrons and channel members of Return to Tradition for their continued support. It is appreciated. For like a dollar or two a month, they do help keep these messages coming. Now, if you would like to become a patron, there are links to Subscribestar, which is the speech-respecting alternative to Patreon, as well as to Patreon in the description box below, or you can hit that Join button, and there are a couple of other options as well. Thanks, and on to the story of our day, which isn't getting as much attention in the English-speaking world as it should. Headline from the German Catholic news site, cath.net. German elite event, Sonata Way resolves James Martin blessings and drifts into schism. Social media was abuzz with the story, which continued to develop over the weekend. Here's the brief summary from the German media article, quote, The so-called Sonata Way passed a paper in Frankfurt on Friday that is intended to twist the church's teachings on the subject of marriage. This is how James Martin pairings are supposed to be blessed, which is clearly rejected by the Catholic Church and also by Pope Francis. Another act allowed women to preach at Catholic services. That, too, is not a possibility in the Catholic Church. However, th these acts have zero relevance for the Catholic Church. The, com the composition of the participants is considered arbitrary and has no democratic basis. The synodal path was recently also sharply criticized by Pope Francis and criticized as an, quote, elite event. The event in Frankfurt was yesterday criticized as schismatic by U.S. Bishop Strickland, among others. As the Vatican made it clear months ago, we cannot bless sin. The 38 bishops who, who acted in support must repent and return to the Catholic Church, the Bride of Christ. End quote. The National Catholic Register reported the story in this way. Headline, Women's Ordination, Twisted Ideology of the Flesh, Move Forward a German Synodal Way. At the concluding press conference, Bishop George Botzing of Limburg, president of the Bishops' Conference, said that the results give a mandate to the bishops to make some changes in Germany now while pushing for broader reform. As you'll see, while the German bishops are defying the church, spitting on her timeless teachings, in reality, they have decided to hold off from completely disobeying Rome on really the one area that would probably be declared formally schismatic, the issue of church governance. They avoided addressing that issue from the time being, as we'll see. From the article, quote, Delegates of the German Synodal Way on Saturday overwhelmingly passed measures to change church practices based on the mutable ideology of the flesh and to push the universal church to ordain women to the sacramental diaconate. 
The acts took place on the final day of the process, concluding assembly held in Frankfurt March 9th through the 11th. On previous day, delegates acted overwhelmingly to adopt the James Martin blessings, normalize lay preaching, and ask Rome to, quote, re-examine the discipline of priestly celibacy. While the Germans pushed forward with these controversial measures, the assembly held back from crossing a line laid down by the Vatican concerning the establishment of synodal councils at the national diocesan and parochial levels. The Vatican has said that synodal council model, which involves shared governance between bishops and the laity, is not consistent with Catholic ecclesiology. The Synodal Assembly decided to delay acting on the proposal. Instead, it will be considered by a newly established Synodal Committee over the next three years, while Synodal Way leadership attempts to change the minds of Vatican officials and garner more widespread approval in the Universal Church. End quote. I'm going to take an aside here. For those who support an end to clerical celibacy, I want to remind you of the words of Our Lady to St. Bridget of Sweden in an approved Marian apparition to a canonized saint of the church. I have to clean up the language here a bit because Our Lady's description of what happens to the Pope who ends clerical celibacy is a tad graphic and our hosts would be quite upset with me. But here's what she had to say on the matter. Mostly, quote, But now I shall tell you God's will in this matter. Know this too, that if some Pope concedes to priests a license to contract carnal marriage, God will condemn him to a sentence as great, in a spiritual way, as that which the law justly inflicts on a corporeal way on a man who has transgressed so gravely that he must have redacted great and horrible physical torments afflicting on his body, which will destroy it and will be left for food for the beasts. Similar things would truly happen in a spiritual way to that Pope who were to go against the aforementioned preordinance and will of God and concede to priests such a license to contract marriage. For that same Pope would be totally deprived by God of his spiritual sight and hearing, and of his spiritual words and deeds. All his spiritual wisdom would grow completely cold, and finally, after his death, his soul would be cast out to be tormented eternally in the fires of perdition, so that it might become the food of demons everlasting and without end. End quote. The words of Our Lady to St. Bridget on ending clerical celibacy. I think you get the idea. But back to the Germans and their alleged schism. A lot of traditional and conservative Catholics over the weekend spent time on social media declaring this to be an act of schism. Schism is defined rather vaguely in the Code of Canon Law in paragraph 751 as, quote, Heresy is the obstinate denial or obstinate doubt after the reception of baptism of some truth which is to be believed by divine and Catholic faith. Apostasy is the total repudiation of the Catholic faith. Schism is the refusal of submission to the Supreme Pontiff or of communion with members of the Church subject to him, end quote. Vague? Absolutely. An act of disobedience isn't enough to be in schism. A schismatic act that leads to actual schism requires repudiation in some way of the doctrines, dogmas, or disciplines of the church, and typically requires replacing the governance of the church with something new, an alternative hierarchy with ter territorial jurisdiction as one thing, or a total complete rejection of the authority of the church in that matter. This goes well beyond consecrating bishops against the will of Rome, like Archbishop Lefebvre and the SSPX did, since those bishops claim no ter territorial jurisdiction. Schism Schism is, as the word describes, the separation from the body through both disobedience and the sin of embracing error. It's a complicated issue that may have had gallons of ink spilled on it, opining, especially in the case of the SSPX. But for our story purposes here today, strictly speaking, the German bishops have not technically gone into schism. Why? The one issue that could have caused that would have been the formal establishment of a lay body to help the govern the church alongside the bishops. 
that has been tabled for the time being and will be discussed by a new body in Germany for three years. Potentially, the women's ordination issue could have been declared a schismatic, but that's not the same as being in the schism. But again, even on that, the German bishops are deferring to Rome, as seen in the request that Francis re-examine the issue of clerical celibacy. And by the way, in a statement over the weekend, Francis sa said that in the future, that discipline of the church may be gone, though this morning it came out that he also said that uh, ending the, that practice wouldn't actually take care of vocations anyway. But maybe he should revisit the apparition to St. Bridget of Sweden. But let's get back to that register article. I wouldn't use the word schism to describe what is going on. Rather, it's revolutionary, or perhaps subversive to the church. The goal of the Germans is to change the teaching of the church for the entire Catholic church on this. And some bishops have noted this. Quote, After the concluding press conference, Bishop George Botzing of Limburg, president of the bishops' conference, said that the results give a mandate to the bishops to make some changes in Germany, now while pushing for broader reform. The church is visibly changing, and that is important, Bishop Botzing said. Erme Stetzer Karp, president of the German Committee of German Central Committee of German Catholics, the ZDK, said the results show that the synodal path in Germany will continue. It does not end here. It is just the beginning, she said. Observers, including 103 international bishops who signed a letter warning that the synodal way could lead to schism, have expressed concerns about the heterodox ideas promoted by the process and the effect it could have on the wider church. The Vatican does not sufficiently intervene. The implementation text, dealing with diversity of the flesh, passed with support from 96% of the 197 participating delegates. 38 bishops supported it, while only 7 against. 13 abstained from participating. Consistent with a pattern running throughout the assembly, there would have been enough people to block the measure if those abstaining had acted against it. Critics of the Synodal Way say that organizers' removal of the secret ballot has created a fear-driven atmosphere that has prohibited many bishops from participating freely. End quote. Cowardice. The article goes on to describe what can only be termed as blatant formal heresy. The German bishops have acted to call for the confusion of the flesh and the ideology that goes with it that claims that you can choose to ignore the reality of the flesh and all real biological facts and just say you are whatever you want to say you are to be enthroned in the church, along with the James Martin sin being made normal and acceptable. Folks, it's heresy. If it's not formal heresy, then I don't know what would be considered formal heresy. Heresy is worse than schism at any rate. Now, may I remind you of what Bishop Paprocki said about Cardinal McElroy? In what seems like a lifetime ago, Cardinal McElroy here in the United States was accused of being a formal heretic by Bishop Paprocki of Springfield, Illinois, in an article he published in First Things. He said that formal heretics do not hold offices in the church. Perhaps that logic should be applied here. If Francis were serious about dealing with the German bishops, he'd declare their offices vacated and send new bishops to Germany to replace them. Perhaps... Bishop Athanasius Schneider would finally become an ordinary bishop. Complete with a written mandate from Rome to the German government for assistance in retrieving church property from the now excommunicated bishops. But Francis won't do that because either he supports their actions or he is too afraid of losing their money. The richest diocese in the world is apparently the Diocese of Cologne, which is in Germany. The Vatican is broke, as you might be aware, and can't alienate anyone else with money, especially when they are ideological fellow travelers. At the root of this is not only greed, though, but cowardice, because the radical proposals only passed in Germany because the bishops who opposed the demonic proposals weren't united. Some were too afraid, too cowardly, to simply say no and say no publicly. 
As it turns out, while the bishops who participated acted overwhelmingly in support of the proposals, enough bishops abstained out of cowardice that if they had participated, if they had said no, if they had stood their ground for Christ in the church, the Germans, not away, would have ended in a catastrophic failure for the modernists in Germany. But instead, they were too afraid to oppose evil when confronted with it face to face, and the modernists have now had their moment of victory. What Rome does now is anyone's guess. Now, I have to ask you, are you surprised by the story at all? Are you surprised that the decent German bishops were too afraid to act against this heresy? Are you surprised that the flavor of the weak heresies of the flesh were supported by the modernists in Germany? Do you think Francis will do anything beyond saying a few passive things that he's already done to opposition what they've done? Let me know in the comments. Please like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. As the sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And thanks again to the patrons of this channel for their, their continued support. It is greatly appreciated, and may God bless you for it. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.